In a world where E equals MC Hammer. In a world where AM radio stations only broadcast in the afternoon. In a world where girls mature faster than phytoplankton. In a world where Utopia lives in a cave with its mad twin dystopia. These humble octogenarians will deflate the tyres of the wheelchair of life and thrust the world into an apocalyptic encounter that will ensure peace and goodwill to all who listen to the Siamese Herring Experiment. How you going there, Brian? G'day, Brian. Great to be back here oh, once again. I know, it's been uh, too long. It it's has. the usual story. Seven days is not enough time to nope. recuperate and get back on our feet. Absolutely. And fall out of bed again. Yep. Well, we've finally gotten out of bed for this episode. Yeah. Uh, we've had a luxurious time uh, just laying about for a while mm. after all the hecticness that we get up to. But now we're up and about and we're spreading uh, joy and gravel across the uh, country. Yes, that's right, Brian. Now, I, I, I didn't realise until about the uh, 14th day we're in your bed uh, having that, uh, you know, the podcast and, uh, you know, getting fed and wined and dined by various people that, that um, you actually own 14 cats. Yes. Now, all of them in the bed at once was lovely on those really cold mornings, but uh, in the end, I think the shedding really got up my nose. Yes, it uh, just played havoc with my asthma. Mm. Uh, and I know that Apple Records uh, funded us a lot of money to recreate the Yoko and John Lennon sleeping right. for this uh, podcast for the last month. Mm. Uh, but uh, cats were not actually written into the contract. Mm. Uh, we couldn't have uh, live people in there because of the COVID. So we thought we'd get some cats in to recreate the uh, the posse of uh, photographers and journalists that were floating around the bed at that time. But, uh, yeah, the fur really gets up your fucking nose. It does, Brian, and, uh, you know, thank God for saliva and uh, little uh, tweezers because I, I was pulling it out of my nose all Yeah, the time. yeah, and the Shanghai's kept them at bay for a while, but uh, once you take their eyes out, they get a bit uh, testy. Testy. Now, Brian, we've had a uh, pretty eventful week. Um, you know, we got together a couple of days there to um, have uh, have a feed of uh, different varieties of food and um, beverages and um, and discussed uh, life in general and what's happening in the world. And um, uh, I know one of the things you're getting very excited about is the Tokyo Games. Uh, we were over there a few weeks ago to look at the village and um, what was going on, but now, you're getting really ramped up now, aren't you? I'm getting very, very excited, Brian, particularly now that Australia's going through a COVID bloom. Uh, it's really going to shake things up. We thought the uh, the Australian Olympic team were going to be uh, free from disease, mm. but now it looks like uh, with the COVID in Australia just going through the roof, mm. we've got the Alpha variant, we've got the Delta variant, we've got the Gamma variant, we've got the Epsilon variant, we've got the uh, Dennis Lilly variant, and the Jeff Thompson variants coming along very, very oh, nice. brilliantly. Mm. And I think by the time we get to the actual Olympics, I think we're going to have a different strain for every competitor in Australia, which is going to be brilliant for bringing disease and death to the rest of the world. 
Well, I know uh, Tokyo, uh, the Japanese are working on their own variant. They're, they're feeling a little bit left out. Oh, they we've are. Been, um, dis- we've been discussing it by Zoom call, and um, they want us to bring over what we can. We're bringing over all the mice, obviously, yeah, oh, that yes. we've got left over here in Australia. And uh, I know you're going to create some new recipes for the uh, Japanese, aren't you, Brian, with those mice? Well, this is the thing, Brian, with our ex- Extensive experience in uh, cafeteria cuisine and short order cookery. Uh, We've got some exciting things planned for the opening ceremony. Uh, And whilst the Japanese are keen on uh, helicoptering in some minky whales to drop into the Olympic flame for the opening ceremony, uh, this is going to be uh, an ongoing spectacle that Australia is going to put on, as we're going to combine the the present mouse plague that we've got here, Mm. and we're going to be exporting mice Mm. over to the Olympic Games, Mm. and the Olympic flame is going to be burning bright and large as we roast all these mice and feed them straight to the cafeteria. We'll be having a, uh, what do you call a conveyor belt? Yes. Straight from the uh, the uh, cauldron, the mm. burning cauldron, and we're shipping all those roasted mice straight to the cafeteria. Beautiful, Brian. It will be, Brian. Now, I know um, with history on uh, Japan's side, they love their vending machines, don't oh, they, Oh, they do. You know, you can buy a car on a vending machine. You can. You can buy a human being on a vending yes. machine. Yes. But generally, it's like more to do with food and beverages. Yes. Now, I love your idea. You've talked to the uh, Tokyo Incorporated system over there who do vending machines, and um, they've developed a new uh, fry fry the mouse uh, vending machine that will uh, deliver your mouse totally uh, uh, soaked in oil, mm. engine oil, I presume. Oh, right? yes. And um, fried to a crispy skin. Oh, yes. And uh, there it is on a plate, ready yep. to eat. Yeah. Now, I find that cuisine absolutely outstanding, Brian. It saves a big, oh, solves a big problem in Australia. But the Tokyoian people mm. love that sort of um, uh, insect, uh, that uh, vermin. Yeah. Uh, anything to do with um, that scuttles around, yeah. middle of the night, making yes. little noises and squeaks. They love it. And, um, and think about it, Brian. It's like the vending machine. You just stick your credit card in. And there's Mousy comes out, or yeah. a dozen, if you're really hungry. Oh, yes. Our Japanese friends are thinking of everything, and uh, particularly with the uh, the limited social distancing that uh, needs to be uh, at the actual Olympic Games, mm-hmm. there is going to be a vending machine in between every uh, uh, observer. Mm. Uh, every spectator yeah. it will have a vending machine in between them. This will uh, This will secure the uh, social distancing and be able to eat whatever rubbish you want while you're watching the games and those mice will be churning out they'll be going straight in there and crispy crunchy you know will, just now i know um, you know most of the uh, most of the public know about this but uh, the uh, track and field events obviously one of the biggest um um uh, 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 what we could call the spectator um Enhanced environment you oh, want to be, and you know you're in a stadium that holds you know eighty or ninety thousand people yes. watching, um, you know people running around half nude, um, you know whether it be rain, hail, or, or sunshine, or, or frost, or, or snow, or um, avalanche, you know, or lots of mice yes. uh, running under their feet. Um, 
that in the hurdles this year, they're actually going to use vending machines as a hurdle. That's right, now, Brian. I, I find that absolutely interesting because, you know, they're a pretty solid object. They are. And hurdles do tend to fall over. You hit them pretty hard. But they're going to make it a little bit harder for the hurdlers this year. Yep. Uh, the they're, they're, they're St John Ambulance is going to be on hand at every hurdle meet. Hmm. Um, what, what's your thoughts on... Um, you know, vending machines that actually operate being actually um, jumped over, Brian. I think this is just the start of it, Brian. I think uh, the Olympic Games is getting a little bit tedious. It's basically the same thing over and over again. You can only just stomach so much, you know, people riding about on horses, jumping over things, mm. people swimming up and down a pool, yeah. uh, you know, throwing heavy objects and spears and all that. I mean, it's, it's the same old thing over and over again. And over the years, they've tried to bring in demonstration sports, uh, which is very interesting uh, up to a point. But we've really lost the uh, the uh, adventurous, exhilarating uh, spectacles that we had in the Coliseum, uh, which is where the Olympic Games came from. Mm. There's the uh, uh, Coliseum and gladiatorial events. There's not enough blood. There's not enough torture. There's not enough excitement, Brian. So uh, in mm. true... Uh, competition spirit of competition the japanese the tokyo games are going to be full of sort of a cultural highlight a japanese cultural highlight and we're going to be bringing in a bit of harikari into every event yes now i i know that um when we first heard about that brian you you were so aroused uh that you said look let's have a meeting uh let's get in a room and let's talk about this in whatever language you want, because I know you got a, you speak a lot of languages, Brian. Oh yes. Now I, I like the idea, Brian, that um, the uh, when they had the little podium there for first, second, and third, um, you know, the gold, silver, bronze, or whatever it is they do these days, that there's going to be a new element to it. The the winners are going to be the true winners. Oh yes. And the uh, has beens, you know, yes. fourth to whoever what they are in the end. We'll pay the price. They will pay the price indeed, Brian. Now, a number of times in the past, you know, some of these duds have gotten their bronze medal and had a bit of a dummy spit and thrown them into the crowd or stood on them. The, the, you know, the Olympic Games is full of poor sports and bad losers. Mm. And the medal's just uh, not worth anything. There's The gold medal is just spray painted with gold it's not actually gold anymore no. you know it's all just going to the pack but uh japan in uh true in the true spirit of their country and their culture there now they will be giving the winners on the podium actual gold uh samurai swords mm. and silver samurai swords and the bronze samurai mm. sword and i'll put them to good use in uh executing the duds the uh the losers will be executed right there on the paddock brian mm. how do you think about that well brian i know you've uh, you talked to them about this years ago when it came to um um things that should um you know have the crowd you know a crowd experience mm. uh and the uh, the ioc uh, sort of knocked on the head because they uh, their duds yeah. all of them they should be uh, they should be sharpened with a hit with a sharp implement yeah. um but the the japanese have got foresight they do. Uh, they understand the world. They do. They understand that there's problems out there and people need a good laugh. Finger on the pulse, Brian. That's right, Brian. So, you know, um, the Japanese are ahead of their, ahead of their time. Um, you know, at every event, there's uh, there's gutters mm. and grills oh, yes. for the blood to, to yeah, run into and, and yeah, track yeah. away to yeah. 
the cafeteria, of course. Yes. Um, so they're, they're, they're sort of everything. Uh, they understand that, you know, there's, um, you don't want too much spillage. You know, don't want too much blood on the track. No. Um, but the fans will love it, Brian. Oh, they will. Because the thing is, is that once the race is run... You know, what happens then? Oh, there's the, put the medal around the neck and, you know, we play the anthem and, you know, then we just go home or we, you know, go and have a beer or something. Yeah. No, no. No, there's not anymore. There's some real UFC style slaughtering yeah. happening. It's going to be beheadings. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, no, we'll no. Just no, keep look. the spirit, the flavour, the excitement going for a little bit longer. Yeah. Well, yeah, as you know, you know the uh, the uh, this Olympics is going to be very few spectators on, on, on at the at the track. Yeah, uh, which is a pity. But the television audience, Brian, they're going to go mental. Brian. I know Absolute CBS, mental. NBC, ABC, yeah. XYZ. Yeah, the uh, the. Uh, the, the, the opportunity for uh, people who live in other countries that yeah. don't have television, they're going to be supplied to the television yeah. to see the beheadings. Yes. I love it, Brian. Now, Rupert Murdoch's really behind this 100% because he's been beheading people for a number of years yeah. uh, in the back rooms, mm. uh, in the corporate uh, glass houses that he lives in. Mm. But now he's bringing it to the masses. Yeah. Beheading is going to be uh, just a ritual that's going to play out uh, just uh, to Feed the masses mm. into hysteria, and they'll just get into a frenzy, a, a, a ratings frenzy. This is going to be Brian. It is Brian. I mean, you've been talking about cannibalism for a long time, too. Oh yes, and I know that um, it's one of your pet subjects. But uh, to, to 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 add in the um, you know the actual sword, the samurai sword yes. as part of the uh, ritual. I believe it's just it's just first rate. It's got success written all over it, it Brian. It and the, you know the drawback with cannibalism is that uh, people are quite reticent to actually do the killing themselves. I mean, people like to have a good nosh on a bit of human flesh, but as long as someone else is responsible for the slaughtering. Mm. But now mm. the slaughtering is part of the uh, the social entertainment fabric mm. Mm. and uh, it's taken care of in the preliminaries. Mm. And then uh, all you have to do is rock up to the cafeteria and you can nosh down. I'll have a gold medal winner, thanks, in the uh, pentathlon. There you go. You've Excellent. got a bit of it. Oh, I want a bit of uh, equestrian uh, bronze medalist, thanks. Mmm, mm, subtle flavours. Mmm, mm. taste of a loser. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, I think that there's quite a few people out there, Brian, who live in um, some some countries who go, I've always had a, 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 an appetite for mm. somebody from Venezuela to yes. eat. And, you know, you think the Venezuelans, mm. you know, they're, they're going to be duds in the pool. Oh, yeah. So, you know, come out, get out of the yep. pool. There you go. You're gone. Yep. In a box. Yep. In a, you know, sliced up in yep. a box. Mm. Straight out of the cafeteria. Oh, yeah. There you go. It's bento box, Brian. Bento box. Bento. The old Japanese love a oh, bento box, yum. and there'll be bento boxes the size of a coffin. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got your Sapporo, Sapporo to drink with it, oh. or your Kieran. Uh, and, you know, the reality is these uh, Japanese, they're just businessmen. They are. But great businessmen, Brian, because they think of everything. They don't think about, well, how do we do it? It's like, we do it. Oh, yeah. It's done. And, done and dusted. Yep. And make a, a spectacle and they make it into a, a, a convenience food setup. Yeah. And I love that stuff. I do, Brian. Now, I think that you'll find at the end of these games, no one will want to go home. The athletes, no. whoever's uh, left, yeah. will want to stay there. Mm. 
the uh, spectators mm. will want to stay, mm. especially when they get uh, handed some of the gold medal uh, condoms mm. that are uh, overflowing from the Olympic village. Once oh, the yeah. uh, once the rooting spreads into the uh, spectators, I think that everyone will stay put. And I've got a feeling that the Olympic Games mm. after Tokyo will be uh, every day of the week. Yeah, so it'll become a bit more prolific, Brian, as yeah. you said. Uh, now, the Olympics, uh, you know, come around every four years or five years as we've got at the moment. Um, do you think that um, the Olympics, because of what the Japanese are going to do, is going to make uh, the Olympics the style of thing where people will go, forget about world championships, forget mm. about the uh, Commonwealth Games. Oh, yes. Forget about um, just having a, like a, a nation against nation. Yep. That, you know, the only time people get together for sport is... Uh, for the international uh, event of the Olympics and uh, the uh, the bloodlust that goes with it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that we'll have um, suburban sports anymore. No. I think junior junior athletics, um, junior football, mm. uh, junior gymnastics. I think that'll all go by the wayside, and we will we'll just uh, everyone. We'll just wait for the Olympic Games to mm. come and they'll just uh, put their kiddies straight up to go into the Olympic Games, mm. uh, particularly mm. now that the uh, the qualifying is going to be uh, lowered. The standard of qualification mm. from here on in is just going to go out the window mm. and we'll see much more competitiveness yeah. and a lot more bodies able to be slaughtered and uh, sold off to the cafeteria. Well, that's where the new DNA, you know, you've got some athletes there who are probably talented enough to make up the numbers, but not good enough to win. But you, you, when you start getting that DNA extrapolated into young kitties oh, yes. and um, being recycled, you're going to end up with the uh, the superhuman um, beasts yes. uh, in generations to come, Brian. That's what we really want. I mean, we don't want, we really don't want robots doing it. We want people who are like, you know, blood and bone, uh, you know, will um, have a, a temper. Mm. Yeah, we want to see the foreigners. We want to see the personality. We oh, we do. Uh, we want to see them go off their nut if they don't win. Yes. Because we really love that in a human being. Like, you know, I used to love seeing John McEnroe nearly have a stroke yeah. every time he played tennis. Oh, yes. Uh, Bernard Tomic, when he used to play yeah. tennis, I don't know if he plays anymore because he's an idiot, um, he used to go off his nut. Oh, yes. Uh, Krigios, he'd go off his friggin' nut. Oh, yes. You know, you know, tennis is probably the best uh, Olympic sport that's ever been done, besides, um, yes. probably besides uh, the uh, skateboarding, Brian. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and, and a lot of people forget the firebrand that was Elena Stasi. Oh, yes. Because yeah. he used to have a machete uh, kind of a concealed in his tennis racket, and if it got too out of hand, yeah. he'd just slice and dice the umpire. Yeah. It was great to see a bloodlust spectacular. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Old Ely was just a yeah. mental case. He was nutcase. They just let him out straight for the asylum to uh, Wimbledon there. And the, the, we need to see more of that, oh, uh, you know. It's not reality. No. It's sports. No, that's right, Brian. I remember uh, we sat down one, uh, I think it was a, a Wimbledon uh, a number of years ago when Ely was at his stupid best. And, um, uh, you know, uh, really a lot of people were saying it wasn't right, but we were cheering on when, when he uh, absolutely took, took the head off one of the ball boys yes. because he had the audacity to throw the ball at uh, mm -hmm. Ely uh, onto his wrong hand. Yeah. And, um, you know, he was quick, Ely, to just go over and go, bang, yeah. you know, 
don't do that ever again. Yeah. He didn't. So, you know, we, we love that um, personality in sports people and we love to see some sort of like bloodlust. Yeah. And I'm just can't wait to this Olympics, Brian. I can't. Yeah, I think it's going to be just a, 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 a new phenomenon that's going to take over the world. I think people are going to get so wrapped up into this, particularly in the uh, COVID era. Yeah. where reality is just an illusion. Mm. People aren't uh, separating reality from illusion these days, and everyone's going to get caught up in this tidal wave of gnashing of teeth mm. and uh, this uh, adrenaline drug-fueled frenzy that's going to be the Tokyo Olympics. That's it. And I, I, I take my hat off to the Japanese, Brian, because I... I do believe, and I think it's well documented now, is that they've actually had a hand in um, a lot of things with COVID going on lately. Oh, They're yeah. making sure that people, uh, because they can't come to the stadium, yeah, uh, they'll be staying home watching. You're in lockdown, what are you going to do? Yeah. Are you going to play cards? No. no. Are you going to pat the dog? No. no. Uh, are you going to play, play on your computer? Probably. Mm. Watch a bit of porn? Eh. Probably. What if the Olympics is on, Brian? Mm, They'll be there day and night. Yeah. Look at that revenue. Yeah. Like the Japanese aren't dumb, Brian. No, they're not at all. They're not at all. They've learnt lessons from the past. They That's have right. to embrace the Western world. Yeah. And uh, they are just technology experts and they just have a different way of looking at things. No. They're, uh, they're way ahead of the curveball, Brian. They are, Brian. I mean, the thing is, is uh, they, they, you say Pearl Harbor to them and they go, oh, fuck. That was our big mistake. Yeah. You know, getting the Yanks in. Yeah. So they've made a lot of good decisions since they then, have. Brian. Yeah. I mean, you know, look at the cars they make. You know, yes. The, the, the Toyota. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, what's the other thing, Brian, they make over that's really good? Hyundai. Sandwich makers. They make the best sandwich uh, makers. They, actually, they're very good with a breast pump. Breast pumps are good, yeah. Uh, the test, testicular uh, uh, ring. They've good. They've made mm. plenty of those. Yes. Uh, to, to scrunch up the testes. Yes. Uh, and um, oh, look at their whaling exploits. They're really yeah, good at it. I mean, yeah. we've, we've gone on that. We've had. We've talked about that yeah. millions of times. But oh, I, I, I think this will be the greatest Olympics ever done uh, ever in, in, the, in the world. And I, I think what will happen is the IOC will go. We're having the Olympics at uh, in Tokyo. Forever e now. Every year. Every, every, every year. Probably every six months. And uh, yeah, in the uh, great uh, tradition of uh, demonstration sports, uh, whaling will just be up there this year. Yeah. They're going to have uh, whaling as a demonstration sport. Mm. And, you know, who, apart from the Swedes and uh, maybe the Austrians, who is going to be able to compete with the whaling uh, demonstration sports. So this will get people really aroused. And I know the uh, the Ghanans, Ghanans, the Africans, mm. uh, they 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 uh, are really uh, wanting to get into the whaling mm -hmm. game. Mm. Now they don't have much in the way of boats, but they've got a lot in the way of spirit, and they love killing things. Yes, and they're okay. just gonna. I think the Ghanans are gonna just uh, go nuts. Will, in the Brian. whaling demonstration. They will, Brian. I, I, I just, I, I think the thing is, is you've overlooked the elephant in the room, which is yes. Chinese. Yes. The Chinese will be there with spears and, um, yeah. uh, you know, dead darts that have got poison yeah. on the end of them just, just for, to, to, to get the other competitors. But I, I, uh, what I can see, Brian, is, is that, um, you know, being, this being the, um, uh, the, uh, focal point for the Japanese to highlight their uh, their love of whales, uh, especially on um, 
you know, uh, piece, little pieces of uh, uh, garnish and uh, with a bit of seaweed, um, that the world's going to be taking it, paying attention mm. and the Chinese aren't going to miss out. No. Growth industry there. No. Now, one of the good things that the Chinese have got going for them is everyone knows that they're all drug cheats. So people are going to expect that. So the, the Chinese can just get up to all sorts of antics, mm. and it'll be expected. Yes. So uh, that will be really good for the spectatorship, to have all these mad Chinese just rugged out of their heads and with mm. uh, microchips in their brains yeah. and steroids up their ass. They're just going to be nuts, totally yeah. nuts. They're not going to win a medal because they're automatically going to be disqualified as soon as they enter because they're all fucking cheats. But it is going to be great for the spectators. Oh, I will. I mean, that, that conflict is going to be... like I think it might probably get a little bit of the... Uh, let the steam out of the world events. Like, people will see the Chinese uh, uh, competitors just go absolutely stupid yes. and embarrass themselves. Yes. And uh, Xi Jinping will get on TV and go, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, we'll just stay. Sh we'll just shut the fuck up for six yeah. months, and then we'll come back bigger and better. Yeah, because that's what we do, and uh, that'll be good. Because yeah. the next six months after this, lose, they'll have another Olympics. Yeah, and we'll do it to them again. Yeah, so we can shut them up probably for about a thousand years. Yeah, which is G because yeah. they're you know they're a problem. They are. Yeah. Now I know that Xi Jinping is trying to push for a special, uh, special. Uh, thing to put in the Olympics, a special uh, event. It is. To go into the Olympics, and that's tank driving. Uh, and uh, they love a bit of tank driving, the uh, Chinese, but uh, they don't want to go on a normal field. No. No, they want to have a, they want to drive their tanks in the stadium over the spectators, and that's a bit of a sticking point for the OCC, what they call the Olympic uh, community yeah, of yeah, that's ourselves. Right. That's exactly right, Brian. I think, um, you, know, they're, 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 you know, it's a long time ago since they used their tanks in that way. I suppose, unless you're talking about the Uyghurs, but I think you're more or less talking about Tiananmen Square, which is, uh, you know, late 80s. And, um, you know, that didn't catch on then, no. but I think it'll catch on now. No. The world's changed. Yeah, well, they've been told that they can't have any tanks at these Olympics, but uh, mm. they are possibly mm. going to have the Uyghur throwing competition in there uh, this yes, year. as you do. I mean, you yeah. know, they can be tossed around easily. Willy-nilly, Brian. Mm -hmm, they can, yes. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a great game, Brian. I, mean, I think we probably uh, should move on from uh, the Olympics, but... and um, I think so, discuss Brian. Discuss something else? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think we might have to wait until another episode, Brian, because we're just really burning up the airwaves here. There's just so much to uh, to talk about. I just can't wait, Brian. I think I'll uh, go off and secure my tickets to the equestrian slaughtering uh, event right now. Good for you, Brian. I hope you've got plenty of yen. Yeah. I have a yen for yen, Brian. You've got a yearning for yen. I do. Okay, Brian. Thanks very much. I'll see you next time on the wide world of Brian casting. Good for you, Brian. It's been great seeing you again. And I'm um, really looking forward to the mice plague uh, continuing on and um, hoping that we can take a... Well, that, that, the, the big uh, shipment of mallets we've got mm. uh, turn up quickly. Oh, the crowd will love it. They will, Brian. Good on you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Erden, Erden. Erden, Erden, Brian. Can you have that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>